and whatever you do, don't let it fall into the wrong hands. You encountered this guy in a puddle of his own vomit just outside a door, complaining about, you know, the existential doom of life. And then you went in the room and you saw a bunch of these similarly dressed, uh, robed figures vomiting over the side of a railing down into this gathering pool of vomit at the bottom of this room. Did anything else happen? Uh, no, I think that's where we stopped. Okay, cool. Um, in that case, I just recapped the shit out of it. What do you guys do? <laughs> it smells disgusting in there. Oh dear, I feel like I'm, I'm gonna have like a, a reflex and I'm gonna start vomiting as well. Okay. Just as you start, actually, you can make a, make a constitution saving throw just for fun. I love you. You choose to do that. That's brilliant. Yeah, I mean, choosing <laughs> to vomit is a, is a tricky thing to do. It's not a reflex. It's a, it's a choice. Yeah, this is what I do now. <laughs> this is who I am. Oh, Are you looking I'm for just the opening my character self? sheet. And now I'm just... Um, one second. Uh, what is this? Uh, saving throws, constitution. That's roll. Okay, yeah, you definitely vomit on the ground. And as you do, retch horribly to the side of this, like, circle of weirdly dressed figures, uh, you notice they turn towards you in their weakened state, like clutching the railing. And just as they turn towards you on the railing, you notice their puddle of vomit on the lower floor starts to coalesce into a physical form and lunges at you! Now everybody can roll initiative as this room has turned aggressive all of the sudden. I mean, you don't fuck around. Like, you just go straight into the action in this. Okay, cool. As the retching sort of comes to a semi-halt, you see these weird robed figures barely standing and mostly almost fainting at this top balcony of this room and the vomit itself has formed this physical shape that's lunging at you but both of those things are happening relatively slowly and Asger is the first to react what do you do um so just a quick question you were saying that the true strike cantrip mm -hmm. it doesn't work so that I get it because, you know, if it says that uh, grants a brief insight into the target's defenses, it doesn't mean that I can sort of see what it's what is weak to and stuff. Right. It just gives me a. It just a gives you advantage. Adv yeah, it just gives you advantage on the attack. I think that text is just flavor text like. Yeah, okay, yeah. it's more like an, to double. it's an insight into their martial arts type defenses. Like if they're standing with their knee a little bit not bent enough, then you know just how to slash it later. Um, yeah, that's what I thought. Unless okay, there's well, something else in the text of the spell that contradicts me, I think it's just flavor text. No, yeah, it, it literally, that, that's what it says. Okay, well, I'm going to do a level three magic missiles on that motherfucker. On which you you uh, notice on, that on, the, on... the people <laughs> on the upper balcony are attempting to, like, lunge towards you, but they're just too fucking keeled over to do a good job or are you focusing your so, attack on the vomit are, the, are they armed at all are they just like people in robes who just jump on me with their gross 
Um, I will say, yeah, you notice a couple of them appear to be armed. Maybe all of them, just more concealed armed. But yeah, you notice scimitars. Mm. Um, and and just to, just to update me so I understand the map. Sorry, I'm, I have so many prerequisites for doing my turn here. Just, uh, freehand. So the guy I'm drawing around here is the who is that? That's the guy that was on the ground in front of the door, whining about his life before you yeah, move, moved past him. So he is pretty much just lying there. So we got like one, two, three, four. Five. So we got those five dudes there. Okay. Okay, okay, thank you. Okay, uh, I, I'm all I'm all up to date now. Um, oh. You still have your Mi Six box, I believe. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, then I will do. Uh, you know what? No, I'm going to do magic missiles on that uh, on that big vomit thing. I'm going to do all of them on that because I feel like that's going to be dangerous. Dope. Go for it. Um, okay. So let's see. So there are there are three darts plus one per level from so that'd be so five right five darts yeah because you're casting it at level okay. three right uh correct dope so uh let's see and the the i'm gonna do let's see so roll should i just do five d4 then uh yeah and then because we would I'm have to all... add five to the end of it because it's one d4 plus one per dot so you're totally fine so to five d4 plus five yeah because yeah, all of them go to the same okay cool to Push. the same target yeah oh nice five d4 plus five 18 force damage as this series of five white blinding <gasps> bolts impacts with a disgusting slurping noise like a <laughs> into this into this vomit creature. Cool. I'm going to mute myself and turn off the camera just so I can keep eating so you don't have to watch me, is but I'm still here. No worries. Is that the end of your turn? Uh, it is, yeah. Cool. Next up is these culty looking people. You hear one of them say, just as they're like falling unconscious, you've interrupted our ritual. We've made our offering and now our offering will destroy you. And he needs to make a check. And he fails. He just collapses on the ground. The next one's going to make a check. He, uh, where is it? Also fails, collapses on the ground. That one, this one passes. And he is going to try to jump down from the balcony. He's going to make an athletics check to try to land. He fails to land very well. And so he's going to take full damage. Okay, not that much fall damage. He just sort of looks like he landed a bit awkwardly. And he is going to try to scimitar milksteak. So that's going to be an 11 to hit. Does that hit? Uh, 11 does not hit me. Okay, so this thing, this, this cultist individual, this one is a female, is barely conscious, like leaning on their scimitar in order to stay standing and try to slash it at you, but instead they just fall on the ground. Um, then the next one is going to make a check. That is a fail. That one collapses on the ground. Then the last one collapses on the ground. And that is the end of their turn, as all of them, except one, are basically unconscious at this point. Next up is Milksteak. I'm going to turn myself into a, a black bear. Okay, Rawr. do you have the stats in front of you? 
Yes. Dope. Yes, um, I do. You are now a black bear. What does the black bear do? Black bear will try to attack the vomit puddle. Nice. Puddle attack. Go for it. Uh, so, it is bite and um, claws. Okay, so... They both hit. Um, so, you see the six piercing damage uh, as your teeth bite into this disgusting tasting puddle of vomit. <laughs> And you're not pleased, but you notice that you've damaged it. But then as your claws slash through it, you notice that it uh, it splits into two slightly smaller jellies. Oh, no. <laughs> as your claws, like, slash it in twain. Uh, so I just got to do some quick maths here. And as they split into two, they make a bloop sound what can only be described as a ploop sound. Uh, and, uh, hold on. Okay, cool. Uh, is that the end of the bear's turn or would the bear like to do something else? No, the bear is just gonna look menacing and just wave his paws at them like that. Move his paws at them? <laughs> okay, uh, next up is these jellies. The first jelly is going to try to pseudopod, uh, hmm. I'll say, the jelly is going to try to shove this cultist out of the way. So the jelly is going to make an athletics check. Yep, that succeeds. So he manages to shove this cultist out of the way and then it moves over here. And so it's going to attack Schmorgus Borden with a pseudopod. Does a 21 hit? Yes, I feel like it would. Just, but it does. Okay, so that's five bludgeoning damage plus five acid damage. If you have a particular vulnerability or resistance to either, you can specify, but that's 10 damage overall. Um, how do you find out what you're um, resistant to? Um, it tends to be on the character sheet fairly near the top. Let me have a look. Yeah, no, I don't think I have anything like that. Yeah, it, is, it should be on the right of your armor class. Should be or, uh, defenses and conditions. Yeah. It's also like a, uh, if you have a particular item, sometimes items grant those sort of abilities. Um, I think I'm, I'm good against fire, I think, but uh, nothing else. Uh, wow, you've got disadvantage on a whole bunch of stuff on when not proficient with armor worn. Are you wearing armor you're not proficient with? I don't know. I what armor are you wearing? It. Equipment. Sorry, I'm just looking at your character shit now. Okay, you're wearing an adamantine. Oh, so you're wearing heavy armor. And you don't have proficiency with heavy armor. Okay, that would be why. When did you pick up an adamantine <laughs> splint again? Oh, I don't know. It was like three or four sessions ago. I mean, oh, I... Really yeah, I, I remember, but I'm just trying to... I, I mean, I know it happened. I just can't remember when. I can't remember what, what the situation... I, I think we purchased from that guy in the... You I know, think so, yeah. Things incorporated. Oh, okay, sweet. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, so you, whoever. you don't Zane. seem yeah. to. Uh, oh, you're immune to critical hits. So if you look up in the top right, it says defenses. Because you're yeah. wearing that armor, you're immune to critical hits and something to do with fire, but I don't know what that is. It looks like a custom edition. Interesting. Mm -hmm. 
Um, cool. So I'm just letting you know that when you make an athletics, acrobatics, sleight of hand, or stealth check, you do it with disadvantage because you're wearing armor that is kind of a bit too heavy for you. Right, okay, okay. So you still get the benefit of it. It's like a trade-off. Okay, yeah, that's fine. I'm happy with that. Cool. Um, and I don't see any resistance to acid or anything. Okay, okay. sweet. So... Yeah, so add that. And then this, the pseudopod is going to lunge towards milk steaks. So that's going to be a 20 to hit. So that does four bludgeoning damage plus two acid damage to the bear form. Uh, okay. Cool. And that is the end of these pools of vomit jelly's turn. Did you have a question? Sorry. No, it, it was six. It says four and two, yeah? Yeah, four plus two. Yeah, cool. Okay, cool. Morgus Bordenstone. Okay, um, I, I was going to do like flame blade, but I want to. I was hoping to get both at the same time, so I might do. Um, Minsigs. Clean the vomit puddle. Well, I want, I want to do flame because I'm hoping it would evaporate it as well. Yeah, I was thinking the same. I was going to try some uh, flame spells as well. Yeah, so I'm going to go with a level three. I'm going to do. I'm going to do an ice knife, and hopefully it might kind of like a. Whoa! You did a 180 on the whole evaporating them. Exactly. It's exactly. Right. <laughs> so I'm going to do this. I'm going to evaporate them with fire. I go ice knife. I'm going to go ice knife. I'm going to ice knife the one right next to me. Okay, um, isn't that a ranged attack? You'd be at disadvantage if it's right next to you. Oh, I don't 60 know. feet, five feet. Oh, that's the splash radius. Yeah, I think it's a thrown attack. So if you want to make use of it, you should probably go for the one that's further away from you. Okay, I'll do that. Thanks. Cool, so you rolled a nine, which I'm gonna level with you is terrible, but it is good, <laughs> and it is good enough to hit this large puddle of vomit. So. That does, you cast it at third level, five piercing damage. Whoa, 20 cold damage to the five feet. So wow. milk steak, you need to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh shit. Uh, uh, one second. Ah. Oh goodness gracious. Okay, so a three is not gonna oh, cut God. it. You take 20 points of cold damage. Um. As this shard of ice basically goes straight <laughs> through the liquid puddle, smashes on the ground and smaller shards of ice cast themselves in all directions, mostly your face. But fortunately, that does do enough to kill entirely the other puddle that was actually right next to Smorgasbordon and kill this cultist and kill that cultist. <laughs> and I'm reverting back to my druid form because my bear died. Nice. Oh, I killed your bear. It's fortunate that he was in bear form. And, uh, oh, this thing... Although, does the splash damage also count on the thing that got hit, or only the things in a five-foot radius? Uh, yeah, nice. it usually counts. Uh, there's two types of damage, the initial hit and then AOE. So I yeah. think it needs to be a saving throw to dodge target. the... Oh, yeah, it's the target and each creature within five yeah. feet. All right, so it's yeah. both. In that case, you also destroy utterly the, the creature itself and it is what well, what kind of damage is it piercing yeah it's just just destroyed and then you have these semi unconscious cultists on the left so that was a big shot of ice that just maimed and killed a lot around it and i love that you're sitting there sipping a red wine and you're like 
I'm, I'm, I'm going to evaporate them with my ice knife. And then you just... Absolute fuck, carnage. Fuck you, milksteak. That's what happens when you go back into... <laughs> when you do back into what, sorry? When you're back, in, when you're back into a corner, you don't really know what you're doing. You're like, exactly, exactly. Is that the end of Schmogasborden's murder round? <laughs> okay, that is Asker's turn. <laughs> All right. Well, I feel like I don't. It's just those guys that are there. And the, um, well, then I am gonna do just uh, regular old. Um, uh, God damn it! I don't know what to do. I don't want to waste any. Oh no! Okay, I'll I'll do magic missiles uh, level one. Okay, uh, so that's so three. It'll just be the three. Yeah. So let me just uh, roll three d four. Plus three. three. Okay, so you've got oh, eight damage. Oh, yes. We can divide did, that oh. by three, but it's not going to divide evenly. Oh, it shows us the maths. Okay, so that's two Listen. to someone, four to someone, and two, two to someone. Two, four, and two. Yeah. So who, to, in the order left to right that they appear? Why not? Okay. I got no AOE, dudes. So that, I, think, I feel like that should be my next uh, thing. Do we level up soon? Oh, I'm not going to get new shit at level six, am I? Um, you will level up relatively soon, yes. Um, but yes, I'm not as... going to learn new spells at level six. Yeah, you, I'm pretty sure uh, sorcerers learn will gain the ability to learn new spells every level. Okay, cool. Because then I'm going to look up, look up some AOE. Because these guys, uh, right now, you guys are doing like all the work, just killing whole rooms full of dudes in in one go. <laughs> you genocidal maniacs. Um, exactly. Genocidal druids. Yeah, these peaceful, <laughs> nature-loving creatures that just also love murder just as much. Um, cool. So you see these bolts of force come out of Asker's hands as manifesting as these white glowing orbs, and they just smash themselves into the face of each one of these cultists. Is that the end of Asker's turn? Uh, it is, yeah. Cool. Next up is the cultists. And you notice, finally, uh, for the first time, uh, Frumpfly, or Flea for short, joins the, the fight as he wasn't clearly paying attention before. Um, so, wait, what was I up to? I was up to the cultist time. Um, so he's like, don't worry, guys, I'll, I'll, I've got it. And just as he says that, the cultist that was, like, feeling sorry for himself resting on the door of this room, gets up and attacks Flea viciously. And so he's going to try to scimitar him. But before he does, he's got to make a constitution saving throw to see if he can, like, stop the vomiting long enough to attack Flea. And he doesn't. He just goes to attack (laughs) Flea with this long sword and then just instead vomits on himself and falls on the ground. And then we're going to see if the other cultists can do anything. So that's going to be another constitution saving throw. That's another fail. They just vomit and fall on the ground. This one is going to try. Fails, vomits, and falls on the ground. This one succeeds. So this one is going to move down here and try to attack Milksteak. So that's going to be this attack. Natural one. So as they manage to stifle the vomit just long enough to raise their scimitar against you, you see the vomit comes out of their ears instead as they've got their mouth closed and they just collapse on the ground. That is Schmogus Borden's turn. Okay. I'm going to take it a bit easier this time. I'm not going to go mental. I'm just going to... Just hand-to-hand combat. I'm just going to... Um, 
unarmed strike the person next to me. You're going to unarmed strike the one in front of uh, Milkstake? Or the one in front of you? This one. I'm trying to... This cool. Go for it. From one extreme to another. Okay. With an 11, you manage to <laughs> strike out with your fist in a very manly way, but just not with enough force so that it just sort of bounces off their leather armor and they don't even register it in their vomiting stupor. Oh. <laughs> That's, that's it. I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm happy with that game. I'm still a bit dazed after last. Uh, after my, after yeah, and you you have a flashback of your uh, your days as yeah. an early yeah. an early half orc in the schoolyard, and they would always be wrestling and physical contests, and you just would come out on the bottom of everyone. Yeah, yeah. So like fist fisticuffs, you remember, are not your strength. Go for the ice strikes. Remember, never go for a fist. <laughs> Next up is Asker's turn. Oh, it's me again. Oh, wow. At least I think so. Or may actually, no, maybe it's Freddy's turn. Now, let's just say your turn, because he rolled low. I feel like Milksteak hasn't done anything in ages. Maybe I, like, misattributed the order. Let's just give Milksteak a go. I mean, you all rolled terribly, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> uh, go on, Milksteak, it's your turn. What do you do? I'll cast a uh, uh, Frostbite on a uh, cause numbing frost uh, from form on one creature that you can see within the range. Uh, so it's a cantrip, so it doesn't really consume anything. Okay, which creature uh, do you choose within range? Within range is... Uh, cool whip. This one. Uh, the top left one? Yeah. Okay, go for it. And... Uh, okay, they need to make a constitution save. Which they succeed. So do they take any damage or half damage? Uh, unfailed save target. So unfailed uh, save target takes uh, 2d6 damage and has a disadvantage for the next weapon attack. Okay, so therefore on a success nothing happens? Uh, yeah, I don't really understand because... Yeah, when it doesn't specify, I think that usually means that nothing happens on a success. They oh no, sorry, it. on a failed save, sorry. Um, yeah, nothing happens, sorry. Yeah, I'm being okay. an idiot. Okay, cool. So basically the way this manifests itself is that you reach out your hand and all this cold energy emits from it and you see these little frosty, crushed ice effects start forming on the outside of this cultist's body, but, you know, unconscious in a puddle of his own vomit, doesn't seem to notice or care. Um, is that the end of your turn? Yeah. Next up is... I'm going to say next up is, because I've got to remember where I was up to. Uh, I'm going to give Flea a turn. So Flea is going to try to attack this guy that tried to attack him and then fell on the ground. So Flea is going to try to scimitar his ass, but with a six, he manages to miss and just like realize that his sword is heavier than he expected. All right, guys, I I've got this one. Uh, don't worry, you, you take the others. I'll, I'll get him next time. And then it's going to be... Morgus Borden's turn. I feel like I had one quite recently. Okay, we're going to skip you and go to Asker because <laughs> I had to I had to put someone into the order that wasn't previously and it's like thrown off the the order. I think Asker is, is next, yeah. 
Well, I don't trust Lee to, you know, he's he's one of those guys who says, I got it, and then he totally doesn't got it. <laughs> so I, I, I'm going to cast a level two uh, Scorching Ray on that piece of shit who turned around and attacked Lee. I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I don't take too kindly. To <laughs> we don't take kindly to that kind of behavior around here. All right, I, I think that's a ranged <laughs> spell attack, right? It is indeed, yes. Uh, let me... So Scorching Ray level two. It just it, it shoots three rays. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, each ray does two d6 of fire damage. Okay, but I think you have to hit uh, with each of them. Yes. Uh, when you cast a spell, you can spell a three or higher for additional rate above seconds. Okay, so it's just the three. So let's see. So if I do, if I do that, that, um, okay. and that. So, what happens is, the first ray in your attempt to not hit Flea, you overcompensate and shoot it directly into the ceiling, and it scorches the ceiling for no effect. But the next two rays, you manage to refine your aim and basically scorch this guy in his forehead and reduce him to just ash. He's just scorched, like, if you added a cotton t-shirt to a bonfire. And <laughs> Flea looks over his shoulder and says, Oh, thanks, man! Oh, that was... That really took an item off my agenda. I, I appreciate that. You, 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 you got it, Flea. I, you know, I got, I got, I got your back. <laughs> nice. Is that the end of Asker, the flaming's turn? It is. <laughs> it is. Cool. Flea is instead going to go, Oh, well, uh, all right. Well, that, that takes care of uh, that. I'm going to go. Uh, I'll move through you all, guys. And uh, 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 oh, I can't, I can't, I can't get through. Uh, so he's just gonna say that. Don't don't worry, I'll I'll watch our backs. <laughs> and then it is gonna be. Good job. Good I feel job, like please. it's roughly yeah. Schmorgasborden's turn now. Because okay. you know I'm I'm the GM. The 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 laws of space and time bend around my will. It is now your turn. I do what the fuck I want. Yeah. I'm gonna do an ice knife. It's a ranged attack. <laughs> I remember it from earlier. <laughs> Where it killed everyone. <laughs> Just in case you've forgotten what this. No, I love it. I love getting information. It's helpful, but it's like uh, it, it's particularly memorable because in the minds of these cultists, it's like they're they're Vietnam. <laughs> hey guys, re remember that time I did the ice knife? <laughs> it was a good time, wasn't it? Hold my wine. <laughs> <laughs> that was a third level. I'm gonna, I'm gonna rain it, rain it, to, uh, pull it, pull it back slightly, and go for a, a first level ice knife. Okay, so you're going for the one that's which of the two that are furthest away from uh, you? Kind of back, top left, top right. Okay. Sorry, top right. Yeah. This one here. Yeah. Cool. Go for it. Let's see what happens. I'm a little bit nervous. I am as well. Oh, yeah. Well, with the 21, it needs to make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, it succeeds. So does that mean it takes half damage? Uh, you create a shard of ice. No, 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 no. It'll miss. Oh, or take. So if it succeeds, it doesn't take any damage uh, from the oh, yeah. from the splash damage. But it still takes the regular damage. So basically, you throw this ice knife at this cultist. It sustains the damage as this knife is basically embedded into her like torso. But... 
the fleshiness of, or t- of her torso has absorbed it and prevented it from shattering rather than, you know, it going through and through and hitting the ground. So she just absorbed it. But she looks on death's door. So you feel pleased with the level of murder this round. <laughs> uh, is that the end of Schmorgisborden's turn? No, I'm going to move um, down here because I got attacked quite hard earlier. So I'm going to... Nice. Okay. Um, I'm going to say probably, uh, I don't know, Milksteak's turn. Uh, I'm going to try to a poison spray them. Okay, go for it. Constitution saving through. So that one fails. That's a success. And then a fail. So two fails and one success. So on a six, what happens on a success? Uh, the creature must succeed constitution saving throw or take a 2d12 damage. Okay, and there's no half or anything like that? Uh, no. Okay, cool. So that means one of them is utterly killed as their body turns into like a sponge of flesh with holes in it as the corrosive poison just you know, consumes their organic matter. And the other two seem like unaware because they're probably just lying face down in their vomit and the vomit is insulating them against the poison cloud. We've all been there, haven't we? Yeah. Next up is the cultist's turn. And so the cultist is going to try to get up out of their puddle of vomit and they succeed. So this one is going to try to scimitar Asker. So that's going to be a 16 to hit. Does that hit? Yes. Oh, that's three slashing damage as this mostly dehydrated from constant vomiting cultist tries to hit you, but there's not a lot of muscle behind it. Um, and then the other one is going to try to get up. And they succeed, and they're going to try and slash... Or actually, they're going to move... Yeah, they're going to try and slash milk steak. So that's going to be a 20 to hit for four slashing damage as this one... Instead of putting more muscle behind it, they just let themselves fall onto you and the force of it, like, slashes you for four. And you've got a disgusting-smelling cultist, like, reclined on you. Like a drunk person at a party that you're forced to look after. (laughs) Did you uh, make the necessary amendments? Yeah, one second, doing it now. Yeah. Cool. Uh, then I'm going to say... Morgus Borden's turn. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, at this point, it's just my whim. <laughs> I, like, I like working with whims. Um, oh, this is tricky. Um, I'm going to go, I'm gonna go Flame Blade. I'm okay. Check I'm not going to kill my friends. <laughs> Do like a friendly fire check. Yeah, yeah. It I was quite funny. The target. Yeah, I think Flame Blade is fairly melee yeah. based. Yeah. So, oh, is it melee based? It's not ranged. Uh, I don't know. You'd have to check the spell, but I think based on the description, it's like a sword yeah. made of flame. Yeah. Uh, isn't the one that you cast on on a weapon? So not necessarily even you equipping the blade. Blade in your ha- in your free hand. The blade is similar. Uh, so you can use your action to make a melee spell attack. Okay, yeah, cool. So in that case, I'm going to move in. 
I can do this, right? I can move first. Uh, yeah, you, you can move through allies' space. It's just more difficult yeah. when you're moving through the space of an enemy. And then I'm going to flame blade. Go for it. Okay, with a natural one, you need to roll a d20 to see how that goes. Okay. With a nine, uh, you basically hold the flame blade beside your leg as you're contemplating your, like, strike, but you let it sit there for too long, like holding a fry pan, and it just sort of burns your thigh a little bit, and you go, oh, jeez! Uh, you don't take damage, but it's like, it's like fighting with a flame blade 101. It's embarrassing, man. Um, do you have another attack, or is it, what happens now? Is that the end of your turn? I can't remember whether you guys have multiple like attacks per round yet. It depends on your class, but I think druids and sorcerers aren't in that category. I think it's like paladins and fighters get like two attacks per round sooner. I haven't had anything like that. No. Cool. Um, All right. No, I don't think that. Next up is Asker because I'm going back to the turn order now, and we'll just see how that goes. You just kind of cool that way. Mm -hmm. I am gonna whip up my crossbow and I'm gonna shoot the fucker that attacked me in the face. Such a uh, fucker move. It's a fucker move indeed. So again, remind me how these uh arrows the the ones that bounce. If I hit someone, will it go through them and then I can hit someone else as well? Yeah, it's basically one success has the potential to lead to another. But if you miss, okay, yeah. then the the arrow's cool ability, it, it like it's fueled by blood. Think of it that way. Okay, so if I miss the first one, it won't continue. Yeah, it's like a yeah, it doesn't work that way. Cool. I just just run through into it. Okay. Uh so I'll 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 use the one that bounces twice and I'll I'll attack the one uh this one right there. Uh, well, that one's within melee range, so you'd be you're better off going for the one further away. Oh yeah, okay, I see what you mean. Yeah, but okay, then you so might be I, able to I, go through it and hit the other one. That's that that that's what I'm gonna try and do. All right, so I'm just gonna. I roll. love it when I invent game mechanics and they just work out so well. Uh, with a seven, you manage to take aim and fire, but you get a particularly strong whiff of vomit in your nostrils <laughs> at that moment, and you start retching and shoot the floor, and it goes ping, pa ping, pa ping, ping, ping. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Is there anything else you'd like to do? Yeah, I want to. I want to roll again just to see if I if I can roll higher. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what matter. I'll. I'll tell you what I'll do. Just because. Uh, no, no, no. Let's do something fun. You know, in the movies, when the incompetent hero like misses the handgun shot at the car that's driving away, and then they're like, they try to throw the gun at the person because clearly shooting it isn't working. You can try to throw your crossbow at this guy if you roll a either dexterity or athletics check with disadvantage and depending on the role i'll let the the actual throwing of the crossbow damage him <laughs> we i am throwing my crossbow at a dude who stands right next to that this weird abyss thing though right uh i think the it's not an abyss it's just representing the the puddle of vomit okay so it's not like a big hole that no. i'm gonna throw my it, it okay, looks cool, more like a poorly is. constructed well to contain the vomit puddle I got, got you. So, sorry, you were saying, what, 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 what am so I rolling? So you can choose either athletics or dexterity, and you got to roll with disadvantage, because obviously you're not doing a proper attack. You're throwing a crossbow in frustration. Uh, okay, with a four, I'll say you throw the crossbow, it bounces off Milksteak's head, 
and manages to hit the cultist. So roll a roll a d four for me. Roll a d four for me. Okay, two. Milkstake, you take two bludgeoning damage, and so, so does the cultist as this huge wooden crossbow ricochets off your head. <laughs> okay, and as I did, I do that. I exclaim, "Aha!" <laughs> Just because I felt like that added some flavor. Nice. Uh, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna call this the like questionably beneficial but also detrimental option. If anyone has something crazy they want to do, then let's let's make it happen. Um, Flea is gonna try oh. to push through you guys, and he's gonna make an athletics check to try to go through the space of the <laughs> of the enemy. But you know he's a tiny goblin, so I don't know how good his athletics is gonna be. Fifteen. Okay, that's pretty good actually. Let's see what the cultist rolls. Eight, yeah. Flea just shoulder charges this cultist out of the way and starts stabbing it with his scimitar. Uh, and that's a 13. That's going to hit for two slashing damage. You watch Flea with just rage in his eyes stab this cultist in front of Borden in the back of the neck and just stay clinging to the back of its body as it dies. <laughs> yes. Well done, Flea. Nice. And Flea I mean, said, oh, that feels good. I mean, oh, that feels good. That was great. <laughs> um, next up is Milksteak's turn. Um, okay. I'm gonna... Well, I'm gonna use it. I'm gonna try just an unarmed strike. Oh, no. Uh, use my carrot blade. That I haven't used in a while. Okay, roll a d20 to see how bad your natural one is. <laughs> oh! Sick, sick burn, Sam. Okay. With an 18, you take out your carrot blade and you're trying to attack the one directly in front of you because it's the only one left. And you manage to shove the carrot blade in the cultist's mouth, like barely conscious mouth. And instead of hurting it, you feel like you've given him slightly more vitamin C than he had before. <laughs> you help you ga you gagged him a bit, you know. So you prevented him from contracting spirit. scurvy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is that the end of your turn? Uh, I'm gonna use my. Uh, a, so it's the bonus bonus move uh, or action. I'm gonna use the wild shape myself in a crocodile. Okay, yeah. If wild shape is a bonus action, then yeah, you can totally do well, that. Well, uh, or as a bonus action. What does oh, the no, beginning sorry. of wild no, shape no. say? No, I was just reading uh, from a different point because uh, my um, cursor was there. Now is you can stay in a B shape for two hours before reverting back to normal. Uh, or as a bonus action earlier, yeah. Yeah, but what is the, the... It doesn't say, like, as an action, turn into a beast at the beginning of the description? Uh, it's got, it counts as an action, yeah. Okay, cool. All right, so is there anything else you want to do with your turn, or are you finished? No, no. Okay, finished. this cultist is going to try to contain his vomit, but he isn't able to, so he just keeps vomiting on the ground. And next up is Smorgas Borden. Okay. The level one ice knife. You hear, you hear, just as you're preparing your ice knife, a semi-muffled 
Okay, your turn. Okay. Nice. Nice. Yeah, with a with a twenty four, that's looking oh, pretty good. Um, good I will goal. give them their dexterity saving throw, which they succeed. But it doesn't matter. Just the ice knife impaling this cultist is enough. How do you want them to meet their doom? Um, I'd like the ice knife to create an ice knife out of their own vomit, which then kind of like flies through and pierces them between the eyes. Fucking <laughs> well, <laughs> you, you changed. <laughs> That's great. I love that. What I used to try and negotiate with everybody. Impaled with an ice knife made of their own frozen vomit, they lie there, bloodied and corpse-like, like a corpse on the ground. Cool. Yeah. We are out of combat. Well done, everyone. Oh damn! I mean, I, I gotta say that was the weirdest fight ever. Like set up like this big ass, like oh my god, and then we just like killed. Or I say we. Uh, Sean just killed the the actual threats within the first like round, and then we just been faffing around with these drunk fucking psychos <laughs> for like half an hour. <laughs> it's like trying to flick off flies or something. Like just go away, just go away. Just fucking die. What you cast it at a third level too, so it was like you rolled a four d six, which was a six, a five, a five, and a four. It was a it was a big roll. What the, what, the one the genocide roll? Your your ice knife. You cast it at a third level. It was big. <laughs> it was huge. Yeah, I think it's because I'd just been attacked for ten damage, so I was a bit scared. As the smell of de- what's the word putrid vomit settles upon the room and adds to that, the smell of corpses newly formed. You notice very little in the room except for a half-empty cask sitting in the sort of corner of the room next to the door. What was a cask again? Uh, no like where you keep whiskey or, or wine. That's it. I'll try to investigate Yeah. Sorry, it, it doesn't need to be opened. It's half-empty. And it appears oh. to contain yeah. like a oily, yellow, syrupy substance. I'll taste it. Okay. You need to roll a d4. No hesitation. Yeah, no surrender. Uh, <laughs> roll, uh, sorry, 2d4, you said? 1d4, please. Oh, oh sorry. Uh, 1d4. Okay. You basically immediately vomit for about five or six seconds, and it tastes sort of sickly sweet as the syrup that you consumed immediately comes rushing back to the surface. Mm. And you okay, suddenly... So I'm assuming yeah, this is on. what we need to make that thing. Should we pour it out? Uh, um, you hear Flea say, Oh, yes, definitely. Um, so, does anyone have a like an empty vial of sorts? I feel like... We must have used the potion. I'm just thinking maybe we should keep a vial of it. It might might come in yeah. handy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Do we have a decanter, any of us? I think one of you guys used a health potion on Tommy Two Butts's device, so you would theoretically have to have an empty flask as a result. Oh yeah, that, that was Sean, wasn't it? Sean, you used the used the whole potion, I so did. you I would used have the healing. Yeah, yeah. So do you want to take your empty flask and top it up yeah. with this weird? Uh, throw up a uh, liquid. Yeah, yeah, have to do that. Sweet. 
Cool. All right. What do you guys so do now? And then we uh, pour it out. Yeah, I would add yeah. that to your notes because it is very much not a standard D and D item. It's not, not 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 exactly canon, is it? Flask of vomit juice. <laughs> Gross. Then I kick the the, the cask uh, uh, to its side to empty it. Okay. It smells. A sickly sweet aroma fills the room, mingling with the stench of corpses and the existing embedded smell of vomit. All right. On that note, I'm going go to this door and open it because I want to get out of this room. This okay. is the, yeah, this the, is vomit, the yeah. worst. The worst room so far. You open it successfully. Taste it. Yeah, I, I, I just step right through. I don't care what's on the other side. I just yeah. step right <laughs> in there. Okay. Uh, you see a corridor, and the corridor leads down to another door. Nice. Uh, Let's open that door. Open that one as well. Okay. I shall describe it to y'all. Uh, okay. We've had a lot of fun so far, but this room feels truly horrifying. Near darkness fills the room, and the sound of gently sloshing water echoes off the walls. A rowboat bobs in a slow-moving stream, stream, tied by a rope to a small concrete pier in front of you. The horrid, oily water flowing in the stream looks suspiciously like pancreatic juice. I don't know what pancreatic juice looks or smells like, but I don't like the sound of it. <laughs> it does not sound good. Right. You hear uh, Flea uh, say in the background, Oh, I don't like the sound of this. Um, this reminds me of that episode of Rick and Morty when they go into that uh, homeless person as like a attraction park. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. That's Good right. Inside, like how, how it was called. Um, yeah, it's got a cool name, but I don't remember what it is. It's like no, Inside Land or Jerry Land or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, that was, that, was the one, that was the episode that really got me into Rick and Morty. Um, <laughs> that was the episode that got you into Rick and Morty. Yeah, yeah, it's like the theme park one, wasn't it? Um, yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> that is um, so weird, bro. Yeah, really weird. Yeah, um, what do we do? Do we just kind of like... Well, there's only one way forward, guys. Yeah. Just go, just go uh, in. Do I have a spell that can protect me from this? <laughs> Pirates of the Pancreas on how it was called. <laughs> yeah, nice. Okay. That, was, yeah. that was a really good pop culture pun right there. In Aranos' <laughs> second language, no less. Actually, mm, I, I just know, assume. Right? Like, did you learn English as a second language or as a first language, Aranos? Uh, second Second, okay, cool. Either way, like a pop culture pun in a second language is very impressive. <laughs> no, I think it was the name as well, that the actual name. Uh, oh, the of the episode. Called, I didn't oh. come up with that. Got it, yeah, got it. Right. Eh, I'll, I'll give you partial credit, half points. <laughs> <laughs> so what a happens? A slow clap. Yeah. yeah, a golf clap as opposed to like a standing ovation. <laughs> should have kept it you shouldn't have said um yeah so tell me what you guys do apparently milksteak jumps into the water is that what that icon yeah. is meant to represent yeah yeah, yeah. i was the first one in or are you yeah, trying to get I, into the I'm... rowboat or the water uh, the rowboat, the rowboat uh, yes. is the thing in front of you right here oh i see okay cool um excellent so the room is only illuminated by a dim light that seems to be just 
emanating from the walls. You don't really know where it comes from. And are you going to, like, what's the word? Untie the rowboat from its mooring? Yeah. Okay. Unmoor oh, it. We need to get Flea with us. Oh, you see Flea go, wait for me! And then he and then he jumps in. Um, cool. Sweet. You see the rowboat gently starts flowing downstream. Row, row, row. The walls flash as you flow down the stream with bright images. On one wall, you see a parrot. On the other wall, you see a gold doubloon. On the next wall, you see a treasure map. The dread is palpable. And Pirates, indeed. You distantly hear like a harpsichord playing a jaunty tune. What, 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 what's the tune? I like it. That's the jaunty tune. About five minutes later, as you see more of these sort of pirate-themed images flash on the walls on either side of you, and the jaunty music gets even jauntier, you see a glowing exit sign hanging over a dimly visible door straight ahead of you. So I'll give you a rough approximation. You're kind of like this. Is that enough of you? One, two, three, yeah. Um, cool. So, and you see as the sort of glowing exit sign comes into focus, you notice that the stream continues to the left, but the glowing exit sign is on like a little bank. Uh, so you have a choice. Do you, what do you do? Uh, I feel like the exercise is, is not real, right? Yeah. Or is, is it? And it's just like one of those. You can make a insight or perception check if you want to determine its realness. Yes, please. Let's see, which is high. Oh, wow. With the 23, you notice that this exit sign is very real, but it is not powered by electricity. It appears to be powered by some sort of arcane looping enchantment and it seems to be flickering in a very stylistic but repeating pattern like rather than random flickering that would be caused by uh, actual electricity so this is what uh, Schmorkus Borden notices with insight Uh, uh, Asker with a 12 perception check you notice that the 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 bit of land the banks uh the bank that this sign is atop looks like a, a little bit of uh, sand mixed with earth, like a fairly dirty little mini beach. Well, if it is the exit, I feel like, why would we want to leave? I'm having a good time in this dungeon. I say we stay on the thing and go around. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so we agree. Yeah. yeah. sick and the pancreatic fluid, like, it is quite fun. I mean, it's it's a jolly good ride. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's hop back. Let's on the stay boat. on. Yeah. Stay on the boat. Yeah. yeah. Stay okay. on the boat. You see, Flea say, oh, "Okay, whatever you guys say. Um, I'm having a great time." <laughs> and you guys continue down this way. Okay. You find yourself gazing into a cavern of nightmares. As you turn the corner into the larger chamber you notice magically animated pirate mannequins acting out their twisted desires some clank mugs together others sit atop barrels and belt out demonic shanties 
Oh, I sit on a dead man's chest, a dead man's chest. And it's not a very good song. And still others play keep away with a stolen peg leg. It's mayhem of the worst kind. Piratical. At the prow of a horrible wooden ship that takes up most of this space. Stands a mannequin wearing a large terrifying pirate hat. And you notice your boat gently drifting towards this scene. And piratical is a great word. Is that a real word? Uh, I feel like it is. That's a fantastic word. I'm gonna use yeah, I'm a... I, feel, I feel like it should be. Yeah, I'm yeah. a fan of it. If it's not already. Okay. Um... You know, like relating to pirates. We're all on the same page with that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. That's what the wow, that's what the pirate looks like. The pirate mannequin on the prow of this huge wooden ship looks like. He looks like he could do with some ice blading. What do you guys want to do? Should we just board sneakily, or should we should we announce ourselves and see if we can talk our way into something? Um, I mean. I, I feel think like we should announce. Yeah. I've, got, I've got some sneaky spells and things. Maybe I can try and sneak past and see what's beyond him. As the boat drifts closer, slowly, slowly, with the current towards this large wooden ship, everybody needs to make a stealth check. Oh, wow. Okay. Shmorgus Borden, as everyone else is crouching down and try to make themselves look invisible, Shmorgus Borden, like, uh, coughs loudly and, like, coughs up some phlegm. And you see the mannequins turn with unnatural speed to stare at you and your boat grinds to a halt. Oh, no. Ahoy, Mahartes! His voice booms. Answer me a riddle or I'll scuttle ye. <laughs> Go on. What's scuttling? It might be nice. Riddle me what? Arr, a landlubber has a barrel full of gold coins that weighs 500 pounds. Then he puts something in the barrel, and ho, now it weighs less than 500 pounds. What did he put in the barrel, you dogs? His hand, because he grabs stuff from it. Or um, a helium balloon that carries the gold away. No. <laughs> I think yours is better. <laughs> I don't know. It feels uh, like one of those Rick riddles, right? It's going to make it's, just, it's going to be cynical and not make any sense. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, I, I got nothing better than 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 the than the hand. No, there's the, so, there's the classic, you know, putting a hole in the barrel. You can put a hole in the barrel, and then things escape from it. Mm. Yeah, that's another thing. What is ye answer? Uh, I'm happy to go with hand. If it's hole, I'm happy to, am I I'm happy to go with hole. I'm happy to go with hole. <laughs> I feel like they're the same thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Like theoretically, you you put something in in order to remove, remove what's in there. Yeah, yeah. So Arunas, you're the impartial. Uh, you decide, you decide. I'm 
Uh, I'll go with the hole. Hole, oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay, so what do you guys yell out? A hole. Okay. You, you see the captain's mouth slowly open into an unnatural screaming shape, like a big O, and a black cloth object flies out of it, landing neatly between you all in the rowboat. You also no, you can make a make an investigation check, and as you're doing that, you notice your boat uh, continues suddenly flowing onwards past this large pirate ship towards the right. Uh, an eighteen, a twenty-two, natural twenty. Okay, um, cool. Is anyone else making investigation, or do I do results now? No, I do the results. Okay. What you have here is called a portable hull. And you can find that in your equipment section. It's like a D&D item. And it basically enables you to put a hole in pretty much any surface. There are some limitations. And go through that hole. It's like carrying a hole with you. You also find uh, inside of it, as you unwrap it, is one platinum piece, which is worth 10 gold pieces. And it's got the word doubloon written on it in like really primitive handwriting. All right, who wants their hole? I reckon we all want it. It doesn't really matter. We're all going to be using it in the same. Yeah. Yeah, someone else can go for it because I can't find it. <laughs> it's in, yeah, right, it should I'll be in the equipment section. Yeah, I'll take it then. Because okay, cool. everyone knows you already have your cape of many things you never use anymore. So I'm gonna... Oh, yeah, I forgot about my cape. <laughs> I'm, I'm wearing it right now, but I think I lost the stuff that those patches. I don't remember what was on those patches. I remember that I had a boat. That, that's about it. Uh, as in, did you write it down on like physical okay. piece of paper or something? Yeah, on a physical piece of paper when you were playing at your house. And then I think I lost the paper. Okay, well, do you remember how many items you've used from it? I think you used the pit uh, and the portable ram, right? Uh, no, I used the hole. Uh, the, the pit in the ground. It's a 10-foot yeah, pit. Yeah, the, the pit and the, and, the, yeah, and the portable ram. Not an animal portable ram, but... Yeah, but an actual, like, thing that the SWAT team uses to break down a door. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, how about at the end of this session, we'll do, like, a re-roll of those items. Oh, yeah. And sure. we'll get... You can take down, like, the the items, like, new. Yeah. Cool. All right. So you guys come to a door, just an unmarked door, and a little bit of, like, a mini beach as the rowboat comes to a stop. You hear in the background, like, some pirate shanty as all the mannequins sing together. Oh, they sit on a dead man's chest, and then we go to the locker. <laughs> I like that. That's sounded good. <laughs> right um. pirates and cannons and pirates and gold and rum and pirates and gold <laughs> <laughs> so uh, t t tell me again I didn't quite understand what, what, what do we see oh yeah. you basically just like that little mini beach where the exit sign was hovering over a door you've come to another mini beach and the rowboat that you're in has sort of beached itself on this tiny piece of land. And there's another door, but with no labeling. 
Yeah, okay. let's go. Oh, let's yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get out of the boat okay, and open it. Okay. You open the room. You, you open the door. You see a room. The room is totally, completely, and suspiciously empty. The only visible feature is the exit door on the other side. Allow me to elucidate. Should we uh, plonk a me-seeks in there? Tell the me-seeks to go and open the door on the other side. Yeah, all right. Mm. Got about the me-seeks. We could have got the me-seeks to kill those vomiting people. Oh, yeah, right. I did I did say that, but no one listened. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, do you guys still in the doorway, or do you walk into the room? I uh, still in the doorway, right? Yeah, let's send the Mises yeah. in first. Okay. Because right, like, so... I don't want to be in there, because the door's going to close behind us, and then shit's going to mm -hmm. go down inside that room. So I just want to make sure first. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy with that. Okay, so you press the button, and you see a Mises appear before you. Let me just get one of their icons. And you see it's got blue skin and that little orange patch of hair at the top. And it says, I'm Mr. Meeseeks, look at me. And what do you ask it to do? Open the other door. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'm Mr. Meeseeks. And he goes over to the other side and he starts pulling on the door, but the door doesn't seem to be budging. And he says, I'm Mr. Meeseeks, look at me. And he just keeps pulling on it, and you can see sweat beating on his forehead as the situation escalates. Uh, are we going to have another one of those? Oh, no, we should have worded it correctly and asked him to try to open the door. Uh, um, look do we at just, me! Do we, just walk, do we just follow him inside, then, before this gets worse? Yeah. He'll turn on us, won't he? Like last time, he'll be like, I can't fulfill my promise, and they'll attack us. I feel like he can't be, he can't be, he can't go that crazy immediately. He needs to try for a lot more than this. I feel like he can't, he can't attack us immediately. That would be a weird, weird mismeasure. Okay, let's go inside then. Let's all go in together, shall we? Yeah. Okay. Let's see what awaits. You walk into the room. Uh, I'll say roughly like that. Uh, the door doesn't close behind you or anything, but suddenly the other door that the Mi6 was trying to open suddenly opens. And the Meeseek says, ah, look at me, and then goes, and disappears. So the door opens, and an identical party of adventurers enters the room, eyeing you suspiciously. It's not a cursed mirror or whatever. I'm not a, you know, I'm not a ripoff artist. These are identical versions of you. In the interest of efficiency, I sent another Dimensions versions of you into the dungeon right when you started. So, you know, it's all good. Admittedly, this party is pretty awkward, but I'm sure we can sort it out. They just keep Hello. like stepping from side to side and looking. Hello. So how long how's it hanging? Are you how are you guys doing? You're good. We just just been through some shit like in this been killing yeah. a lot of dudes and, and, and pirates and stuff and wizards and all that. Like what 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 did you do over there? Yeah, I mean, we've just had a pretty decent, pretty difficult time of it. You know, we had these couple of obstacles, and then we had to get past this guy. Uh, not bad. What have you guys been like? Um, I think we discovered, like, a, a strength potion. A, a yellow, sweet-tasting strength potion with a uh, smuggles board, and so I'm just going to take that potion from... Yeah, yeah. 
smuggles burden and I'll give them to them. Okay, so you give the potion of vomiting to them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, a similar version of Milk State goes over to the version of Smorgasbordon and takes the dagger from that version of Smorgasbordon and gives it to you guys and be like, yeah, this is a, it's a dessert dagger. It tastes great. And you give them the vomit potion and yeah. you see one of them starts to sniff it suspiciously. But then the version that looks like Asker on the other side says, there can only be one and starts like running at you with their sword drawn and tries to stab you. And suddenly each of you is isolated in a one-on-one -on -one against the version that looks just like you. There's weird fog suddenly filling the room, obscuring everyone's vision of the other, you know, members of your party. And now you need to roll initiative. Oh, oh my. It's like the end of Zelda too. Or the movie The One with Jet Li. Oh, shit. And cue boss music as well. Okay, cool. Let me just grab a quick... Actually, no, I can grab it right now. First to react is Asker. Thank you for filling time vamping while I set up. <laughs> I don't know why it's called vamping, but apparently it is. Uh, Asker, what do you do? You're faced with a guy that looks almost exactly like you, but their hair is parted on the other side. Oh, I had hair? Well, because I don't fuck around, so I'm gonna... I'm... Ah, fuck. Do I do the scorching missile, or do I do... No, I'm gonna do magic missile, because they're guaranteed to hit. So I do a level three. Uh, okay, so I'll just roll like this then. So roll level three magic missile. So that's 5d4 plus five. Oh, wow. Uh, but no, you have to roll to hit. F oh, magic missile. Wow, you're casting it at what level? Three. Nice. You have another level three spell slot? You guys are powerful as fuck. Um, how many HP do you have, by the way? Uh, when I'm at full health, I have 27. Okay. Wow. Uh, well, but I, I don't have 27 now. That was my last level 3 spell slot, by the way. Oh, nice. Um, okay. With Wow. Okay, so you see this series of five bolts of white energy, and Asger is the only one that sees this, and the other version of him just pummel this other version of Asger, and he's suddenly bleeding from the nose, the ears, the eyes, and he looks well fucked up. Uh, and, I, and then I shout, Yield! Okay, make a intimidation check. Oh yeah, he looks scared as fuck, and he says, "What? I mean, uh, 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 I mean, why didn't you keep that iPhone, by the way, dude? Why did you give that away?" <laughs> How do you, I, what, what did you? Why did you give it away? Oh, I kept mine, and he takes it out and he shows it to you. Right, I'll spare you if you give me your iPhone. Hmm. <laughs> Never! And he starts, like, dialing it, but it, it, he doesn't really know how to dial it, so he's just keeps, he just keeps pressing numbers, and he's still, he's still on the lock screen. He hasn't figured out how to unlock it. Um, and that is the end of that turn. Next up is Milksteak. What does Milksteak want to do? I'm, I'm going to surprise my counterpart, and I'm going to cast a magic missiles as well of the one that I got it a while ago. You're going to do... Uh, level 7 magic missiles. 
Sorry, you, when did you get a magic missiles again? Oh, you have a wand uh, from that little tiny miniature room. Mm. Is that is that what are you saying? You're using that item? Yeah. Uh, so level seven. So I don't know how it works. So I can cast level seven magic missiles, and I got seven charges. No, no that, that sounds crazy overpowered. Yeah, you, if you've got a wand of magic missiles, that's not how they work. Yeah, you can cast a level seven magic missiles if you want to, but that uses all seven charges. Because each charge is like one level of the spell, right? Yeah, it just says like, you know, level seven and I have seven charges. But yeah, if you say that it works that way, I'm not going <laughs> to argue. Because... Wait, which, which part are you reading? Why, why, why are you doubting it so much? Like, <laughs> Well, if you say that, I, don't know, I guess we're going to have to do that. No, no, that's what I'm saying. No, I never used it before. So first I'm playing D&D. You, you, can, you can put the text from the item in the chat if you want, and we can read it together. I just want to see how what you're reading is the same or different to what I'm reading. Uh, it just shows... We're all learning together. This. Oh, here we go. Oh, description. Uh, each dot has a... You can charge it. Okay. Yeah, so it doesn't say... Oh, actually, yeah. That That's basically just the magic missile spell, but that's not yeah. the same as the item. Like, let me give you the link to the item spell. Like, level 7 magic missile is... Awesome. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to see it, but you will consume all the charges of it. Yeah. Um, and it expends on. 1d6 plus 1 charges every day at dawn. So you can regenerate it, but it takes time. Okay, so I'm not. So I'm going to use uh, level 5, then I'm going to keep oh, wow. the charges to regenerate them. Okay, so that means 4 plus 3, 7 bolts i think because a level one magic missile is three darts yeah so that's okay. seven darts so roll one d what well, roll seven d four plus seven roll seven d four plus seven that that works out right did i calculate yeah. that right yeah cool seven d four plus seven 20 force damage and how much health do you have normally milkstake uh, normally i got 28 Okay, so, all right. Um, therefore, this thing looks well fucked up. Uh, you see these seven <laughs> bolts of force energy as you release them from this tiny wand. It's like, imagine holding a needle for, like, repairing a sock. And seven enormous white bolts of energy just pummel this guy that looks just like you. And he says, why? Why? There can only be one. And is that the end of your turn? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, next up is Flea's turn, and Flea says, You might look like me, but I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to scimitar his... He's going to scimitar his opposite, and he manages to just connect for an impressive eight slashing damage. And you hear a uh, gurgled, like, bloody, curdling scream, like... And you're not sure what happens, but because there's fog separating all you guys, but you hear that scream and you hear Flea or someone that sounds enormously like Flea goes, yay. <laughs> Next up is Schmogsborden. I mean, Sorry, what I, was that? I really, hope, I, I really hope that was our Flea because. Or I, is I could, it? I, I mean, I could settle for their Flea. I'm sure he will be fine either way. I just feel like I want our Flea to I not like die. Flea, yeah. So I'm going to go for a flame blade. Nice. 
Okay, so with uh, an 18, yeah, uh, that, uh, that definitely hits, I think. Run D20 plus eight. Yeah, that hits. What Your armor class is what, Sean? I mean, Shmogus 19. 19, then you miss. You clang against your own armor, and your flames reflect back on you, ca causing you to go red-faced with embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want to do something with like a bonus action or movement or are you going to try a smack talk your version of yourself um, I'm just going to gently caress his face and say it's okay it's okay Okay, make a persuasion check I was tempted to do that before but now I'm... Mm. Okay. okay now make an insight check for your like double Oh, yeah. He sees right through you and he says, How dare you try to appeal to my sexual dynamism? Um, and that is the end of the smorgasbord guy's turn. Um, that means we're going to come round to uh, smorgasbord's turn. So the double this time is going to do a uh, ice knife. So make an ice knife attack. And it's going to be... You don't have to use up a spell slot because this is going to be the yeah. other guy attacking you. What level? Uh, one. So yeah, if, it, if, if casting it consumes a spell slot, remember to like uncheck that spell slot. Now you need to make a dexterity saving throw. Dexterity saving throw. Okay. So yeah, okay, I got it. Okay. Uh, you fail, so you take 13 damage, some of which is piercing and some of which is cold damage, and so does Asker and Flea. And you hear Flea go, No! Not my life! <sighs> and I you're not... I only had seven, 7 HP. You only had 7 HP? Yeah. Okay, you collapse to the ground. Um... Next up is Asker's clone. Asker, you need to roll a Scorching Ray at level whatever it is normally, where it has three bolts. So, hang on. So, they were at full HP, but we weren't. That is not fair. Well, you don't know. You don't know what HP they have. Well, I feel like if I did 19, they, they was almost at full. If I had taken 19, I would have been dead. So that's not fair. So how much damage did I take from that thing? Did I take 13 damage as well? Uh, yeah, whatever I said. It was four, five, six, uh, seven, 13, great. yeah. So I'm at two health. Okay, you're at two health. Now make a Scorching Ray attack. But don't consume the spell slot because you're not actually using it up. Okay, Scorching Ray, Scorching Ray. What's your uh, AC? Does it matter? I well, just yeah. did a fucking... No, because I did a perfect, so I die either way. Well, no, I mean, you rolled a natural 20. I suppose you're on 2 HP, which is true. But I think your AC is more than 12, right? Uh, yes, 14. Yeah, it was going really well up until the third one. And then you take, yeah, like, That's a butt ton of damage and turn to ash. And then next up is going to be Milksteak's clone. Milksteak, what do you... What do you have... Hmm. What's your normal? Okay, make a make a bear attack, like a bite in the claws, because this thing suddenly turns into a bear. But because that's an action, he can't do any attack, so he just stands there as a black bear. Next up is they're all dead. It's back to Milksteak's turn. 
Okay, so he is a black bear, and us, I'm a black bear expert. Uh, a black expert? Black expert, oh. yeah. Um, so 19. Uh, what can I do? Um, I've got a, I've got a trait here. Mm-hmm. What's that? Endurance. Oh yeah, you do. So how does that work? So when you're reduced to zero HP but not killed, I don't know what I've done, but that yeah. uh, you can drop to one HP instead once per long rest. Okay, you drop to one HP. You're on one HP. Ah yes. Congratulations. And milkstake. What do you? Sorry, what was that? Oh, there we go. Got it. Cool. Cool. Milkstake, what do you do against this bear? Um, um, two is, he might fuck me up. Because I'm at really low HP, I need to think what I do, what I do. Am I gonna need to cast something naughty? Is it, so 20 feet, feet cube, how big would be in this room? Uh, that is the entire room. Okay. And also hilarious. <laughs> you know what's gonna happen next. <laughs> I don't. I, I'm Ash, so it doesn't really matter to me. I don't really know how death saves can save me at this point if I'm Ash. Actually, so do whatever you want. I mean, that was just kind of flavor text. You you do still get to do death saves. <laughs> Let's say you're you're like, uh, you know, when a marshmallow is held in the fire too long, you're crispy on the outside, but still gooey on the inside. Oh, lovely. Being gooey on the inside has always been a good thing, right? <laughs> always, yeah. Come on, Milksteak, do something. I, wanna, I want you to go with your instincts and make some okay. hilarious... Um, I'm going to turn myself into a swarm of... Beatles. Nice, okay. A swarm of beetles versus the black bear. The age-old rivalry. <laughs> cool. All right, that, that's a that's your action to turn into a wild shape, right? Yeah. Okay, so you guys yeah. are just turning into animals in front of each other. Next up is Smorgasbordens. Did you just go... Yeah, so it's your your real Smorgasbordens turn now because your enemy just tried to ice knife you, so now you go. Okay. Um, oh, man, I dangerous i've got one hp left i'm gonna have to go big i've got yeah. no third level slots left it's erupting hours it's gonna have to be flame blade level two <laughs> nice <laughs> all the things you have <laughs> I'm going down. I'm going down right now. Okay. With a, with a oh, 10, very well. you managed to warm up a section of your double's armor and make him slightly more comfortable. I don't know all the spells that Smorgasbordon has access to. Do you guys know all the I stuff that he has? I don't think Smorgasbordon knows either. <laughs> oh, okay. 
think I've exhausted all my attacking spells. Yeah, he might just be out of, like, levels of spells. Like, it, it's totally possible that he doesn't well, have anything stronger. You didn't turn yourself in a beast or something. Well, you only have a certain amount of wild shapes a day, right? Yeah, too, but we ha he haven't turned in, like, ages. I don't, yeah, think I, any, I don't think I've, I've got anything else that's, that, that seems to be, like, as attacking. Yeah, but you can turn into an animal, right? And that gives you additional HP that is consumed before yours. Oh man, yeah, I think I do. That's fine. You you can do that yeah. instead if you like. You're still learning how to how, to, how to do this. <laughs> I am. I am. So what is that? Wild shape. Yeah, wild yeah. shape. Oh, I've got wild shape. I didn't. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, guys. I'm still. I'm still. It's, like, it's part uh, of the the learning process. Honestly. The learning curve. <laughs> That the only reason we're laughing is because we know that you know we'll be, you're you're no longer like a rookie, so we're not laughing at you for being new. We're just laughing because this is like the dumbest situation ever. Like, every, like you you go from destroying an entire room full of orcs to like like I'm gonna draw my knife <laughs> and stab this armored guy. <laughs> Funniest thing. It is pretty funny. Cool. So, so do, do you? Do you wild shape no, into something? That's absolutely fine. So again, yeah, I'm going to turn into... Um, so there are loads of things you can turn into, aren't there? That's true. I'll, I'll send you a link, one second. But they're uh, limited by challenge rating. I think you've got up to challenge rating like one or something like that. Yeah, uh, half, not half, even one. Sorry, half. Yeah, but that changes so each level. Yeah. Is, is that I, I, your death saving throw? Yeah, I, I, I just... Click the the button to see if it would come up with some information. I didn't realize I would actually roll. Yeah, anything. that's fine. You'll need to roll it soon, but not this very second. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't mean to. My bad. Uh, I, I thought it would give me info on what it will be rolling. Or Basically, you've got to roll a ten or better in order to get a success. Three successes and you come back to one HP. Three failures and you like die, die. Yeah. I think the filter is applied to a half a challenge rating. Okay. Let's have a look, let's have a look. Ooh, you guys can turn into apes? Why have you never done that? It's badass. There's so many cool things you can do. In one giant... of my other games, in one of my other games, one of the characters turned into a giant ape, which is basically King Kong size, and like ran across the map carrying all the <laughs> other members of the party like babies. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's, that's oh my god! Do. This this become... is fucking okay. insane, you guys. A I giant that. wasp? That's so gross. See, that's Amazing. it. I, I'm, I'm terrified of wasps, so I'm going to set a wasp on myself. <laughs> you the character or you the human? Um, both. <laughs> both. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to turn into a giant wasp. Nice. Okay, you do that. Make sure you keep the stats of the giant wasp handy because yeah, obviously yeah. your attacks and HP and shit are going to be the same as that. Cool. Yeah. You do that. That takes an action to do. You look menacingly buzzing at your opponent. Next up is Asker, the version that you all know and love. What do you do? You make a death saving throw. So you just roll a d20 or you could just click the, the thing as it seems to be doing. Wow, it rolled exactly the same. So that is one failure. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so you just keep track of those. Next up is the bad version of milksteak. The bad version of milksteak is going to make a bear attack. So that's a bite and a claw. Can you roll that, please, yeah, milksteak? Yeah, one second. One second. Uh, black bear, yeah. Mm -hmm. So bite and a claw. 
Oh wow! I'm pretty sure they both miss, right? Because you're on the class. Yeah, yeah be because his AC nine. is twelve. Yeah, okay, so cool. he tries to bite and claw this enormous swarm of wasps, but can't find purchase. Um, oh, because... sorry. Beetles. Beetles, sorry. I think. Uh, <laughs> next up is the bad version of Smorgus Borden, because the real version just went. So this one is going to try to... Uh, <laughs> this one is going to try to flame blade you. Can you do a flame blade attack, please? <laughs> If there's one thing I can do, it's a flame blade attack. <laughs> <laughs> and make sure you replenish the spell slot after it's used, unless it's like a cantrip or something. Yeah. Uh, flame blade, here we go. This is like playing chess against yourself. <laughs> oh, wow, the natural one. You grossly okay. fail to attack you as a giant wasp. So, yeah, they. I'm going to roll a d20 for them to see how badly they do. Okay, with a 10, the flame blade manages to strike out towards the giant wasp, but then he loses balance and just sort of trips onto the ground and then holds the like flame blade away from himself so he doesn't burn himself in a crumpled mass on the floor. And that is the end of Awkward. the duplicate Schmorgus Bodenstone. Now, now it's the other, <laughs> version, the other version of Ascus' turn, if I remember correctly. So therefore... It is going to uh, make an intelligence check. Can you make an intelligence check, Aska? Okay, with a 19, he finally figures out how to unlock the iPhone and starts just typing, Calling people. tapping on things. Uh, okay, so he's unlocked it. Make another <laughs> intelligence check to see what he does now that it's unlocked. Okay, yeah, with a, with a natural one, his, his hands are too sweaty and he drops the iPhone on the ground and it smashes irrevocably. <laughs> And that is the end of the duplicate's <laughs> turn. Uh, Milkstake's turn, and who? which one of you went last? You or the other one? It was... No, it was, so it's your real yeah, real Milkstake's turn now. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna fight the bear with my swarm of beetles. Nice. So uh, the bear's AC has got to be less than 19, so that hits doing... Yeah. Yeah, how do you want the bad version of, uh, of uh, Milkstake to die? Um... So beetles just gets through its ears, mouth, everything, and it's just going to burst it out from everywhere. It's so weird that your attack does both piercing and piercing damage, or is part yeah. of that like poison or something. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is weird. Um, I suppose it doesn't matter. It's just a swarm of beetles. Yeah, so you don't, the beetles not really poisonous, <laughs> I guess. You know, okay, relax cool. about it. So <laughs> all the beetles come out of the bear's like ears and stuff, right? Yeah, and the anus, and the anus, <laughs> naturally. Okay, cool. This thing is destroyed, and next up oh, is Schmorgus Borden. Now, who went? It's the real Schmorgus Borden's turn. It's yeah. my turn, yes. I'm going to sting myself. Okay, go for it. Okay, with an eight, you miss yourself incredibly. <laughs> and your enormous like <laughs> abdomen strikes the fog in front of you and that is the end of your turn Aska needs to make oh. a death saving throw unless you want to do something else in this tiny fog area no I'm just, I'm just going to buzz loudly to scare the person because that scares me okay make an intimidation check <laughs> just the sound is enough to scare me okay with a 10 you look at the other version of yourself and they just sort of shrug and go yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, now you need to make a death saving throw, please, Asker. 
Oh, with a natural one, that's two death saving throws, and you fall into actual death. And we go to Milksteak now, who is just standing there. You have nothing to do. You can't seem to penetrate this fog, but you can try to do something else if you want to. Um, so I can I cannot leave the fog, and the fog doesn't. You can you can try, but describe to me how you yeah. try. I'll, well, since of beetles, I'll try to dig into the ground. I'm gonna try to get to. Okay, make an athletics check as the beetles. <laughs> the beetles have athletics check. It'll uh, be strength. Sorry, strength, strength. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, with with a nine, you bounce off of the stone floor with little to no effect, and all of the foreheads of each individual bee is bru uh, a beetle is bruised. <laughs> Uh, Schmorgus Borden, okay. make a athletics check and then make another one. Oh, wow, you rolled exactly the same. So your double comes up to you, tries to wrestle you into submission, but you resist exactly as much and you both jump apart suddenly. Uh, <laughs> next up is Milksteak. You're a bunch of beetles. What do you do? Uh, what can I do? Uh... I cannot get through the fog. I cannot get through the ground. Uh, you probably I'm just have to just wait gonna... until all the all the fights yeah. are done. I'm gonna try to look for poop and try roll it in a ball and just. Okay, make an investigation check. <laughs> that's what beetles do, no? Yeah, well, that's what dung beetles do. <laughs> yeah, not just not all beetles okay. roll poop. With a nine, you find minimal amounts of fecal residue in the northeast corner of the room. <laughs> Uh, next, we're going to go to Schmogus Borden. It's your attack or action now. What do you do as a giant wasp? I'm going to sting. That's all I can do. Go for it. Keep on going. Okay, with a six, you miss even worse than the time before. <laughs> now the other <laughs> milksteak is going to attack, and they're going to do another level one ice knife, so roll it again. Oh, shit. Okay, with a 10. Does that hit you? No, not even close. You're flinging attacks at each other that are missing by at least two meters. Like, not even not even remotely close. All right, it's your turn. What do you, the real Schmogusborden, do in this clash of the titans? Ineffectual titans. It's so poor. Oh, wow. That still doesn't hit your armor class, does it? As your enormous stinger just, like, crinkles itself up Looney Tunes style against your, like, what is it? Adamantine breastplate. Um, this guy is going to try to turn into a giant wasp as well and just stands there looking ominous. Your turn. What do you do? We go again. 13, you miss horribly. Oh. They they try to sting you, so make another sting attack. Wait, is the, is the armor class the yeah. same? Yeah, sorry, you're... the armor class of the wasp is different. Uh, um, so now... It says 12, so 13 should hit. Yeah, but that thing... Oh, yeah, you're right, it should. Okay, so the 13 hits Yay. doing 7, 12... What's your health again, Schmogsbod? 1. No, no, your full health. Oh, what, of the wasp? No, the full health of... Uh, yeah, of the wasp, yeah. But he hadn't turned into a wasp 13. when he stung the first hit time, point. Right? No, he, he had turned into a wasp when he did that yeah, 13 no, right. attack. So yeah. how much hit points does a wasp have? 
thirteen. So quick, quick question. Yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. So with the when you turn into an animal, because I, I'm just curious how it works. This says hit points thirteen, but then it says three d eight. So thirteen is like the average, right? But do you need to roll the three d eight when you turn into an animal to see that? No, no. You you just get the normal. Hit. I mean, technically you could roll three d eight, but the way most people play is you just get the hit points that the that the stat dictates. But it's right. basically saying that this creature at level is at level three, and if it takes a short rest, it can roll three d eight hit dice to replenish health. I got you. Okay, I was just curious how it works. Right. Yeah. Sorry, because I've I've never seen these lists. I've always just gone from what Arunas has said. I've never actually seen that thing, so it's quite yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now when I got it's like if you guys yeah. fight a huge wasp and you don't quite kill it, and then you run out of its lair and sit around for a couple of hours, it gets to Which take a short do, rest. You know, yeah. yeah, and then that's <laughs> that helps me give it a short rest. Um, cool. Okay. cool. So this thing, you basically manage to sting it out of its wasp form, and it reverts to its smorgasbordan form, but then it can't sting you, so it's going to have to make a... Name some other things that you can attack with. <laughs> this is good practice or... for you. What? Yeah. Spells or actions or just anything. Oh, either. Like, just give me a random flurry of them. Uh, so I've got um, Gust of Wind. Okay. Moonbeam. <laughs> um, okay, he's going to Moonbeam you. So cast Moonbeam. You need to make a DC 14 constitution saving throw. Oh. Okay, you fail horribly taking three radiant damage as the beam of moonlight blinds you. Uh, now it's your turn. Uh, Milksteak, you hear this clash of the titans happen vaguely <laughs> ten feet from you. It's it's mano a mano in the ultimate Schmogasborden challenge this Sunday, Sunday. Um, cool. Okay. So, what do you do now? Uh, I'm gonna revert myself back into my normal form. Okay. Basically, uh, okay. at this moment, as you revert to your normal form, Milksteak, you notice the fog clears. And Schmogasborden, you notice the fog clear too. And Asker, you notice, but you feel different than before. You feel a little bit more, what's the word? Dead. A little riskier, a little braver. You're like a slightly more cavalier version of yourself, but you stand there alive, looking at the corpse of the scorched other version of yourself, and you realize, I was the real version all along. Who was this imposter? <laughs> oh, so I'm now the other guy. Yeah, so you have to play it ever so slightly differently than you did before. Hmm. <laughs> so, like, uh, I've just decided, because, you know, I'm the GM and I bend space and time to my will, that w whereas the previous Asker was like, you know, ooh, I don't want to go in this room first, I'm a little... I'm concerned about this. This version of Asker, the one that survived, is more, uh, slightly more, like, uh, swashbuckling. But only slightly, like, 5%. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I shall I shall abide. <laughs> just it just seems <laughs> it just seems like a fun thing that happened. Okay, cool. So the fog <laughs> is cleared. You see Schmorgasborden fighting Schmorgasborden and Milksteak, you see Asker on the other side of the room looking slightly more debonair than he did before. <laughs> oh. Not debonair, it's blue so, steel. What does... So wait, wait, wait. So the yeah. first, the, the first, the first thing I want to do, like, what, what, what's up with with flea though? Are both fleas dead? Yeah, you see two corpses of flea on the floor beside oh. milksteak, and you're filled with a deep grief. I am. I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna ignore what's happened with uh, 
Asgir and I'm gonna run towards Flea Corpse and I'm gonna cry and hold caress his body into my arms. Okay, make and I'm a resurrect make, him. Make a you're gonna try and resurrect him with tears? Yes. With okay, my, make a medicine check. And I'll I'll do the same, but on the other flea. That's my flea. Okay, you make a medicine check too. Away. It was a bad idea to begin with, and we rolled badly. It's great. Oh wow! You both, yeah, you both rolled terribly. You're not sure. Basically, the medicine check reveals that neither of you are particularly good at medicine, and you're not sure whether these fleas can be revived or not. They seem lifeless, but you've got no training to reveal the truth of the situation. Is that the end of your respective turns? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. I'm, I'm just gonna enjoy the battle. Nice. Oh, Schmuggs Borden, oh. whose turn is it? I've lost all track of what's happening. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, no, it's your turn. It's your turn because you just made a saving throw against the moonbeam. So you're basically standing in a moonbeam. If, As you would know, unless you move out of the way, you'll get damaged by it next turn. Okay, so I'd better move then, yeah? Yeah, you uh, can move to the right or left. It's fine. Cool. Now what do you do? I'm not a wasp anymore, am I? I'm out of wasp form. No, I don't see why you would. You only lost three damage. Oh, okay. okay. I thought I got loads of damage. Okay, okay. I'm gonna. Oh, I'm sorry, everybody, but I'm gonna have to sting again. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the only thing a wasp can do. Yeah, With a 14, yeah. I, I, I think oh, you know wait. your guy because yeah, he reverted to his normal self. He has huge mm. armor again. Um, yeah, I feel like you might want to revert out of your wasp form, considering the incredibly right. overly armored figure in front of you as your stinger continues to bend into a series of crinkle-cut chip shapes. <laughs> um, is there anything else you want to do with your turn? I'm going to... Not right now, obviously, because I'll get attacked next, but uh, no, I'm fine. I'm staying as a wasp, but next, next go. Uh, much like you did before, this Borden is going to try to unarmed strike you because he doesn't understand where his strengths lie. <laughs> so make, a, make an unarmed strike. <laughs> Yeah, with a 17. Does that hit wasp form? I'm pretty sure it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah it okay. does. So you take four bludgeoning damage, and this version of Borden, rather than realizing that that's not his strength, he thinks, yeah, you see him look down at his fist, almost like aghast at its power, and you take uh, four bludgeoning damage. Now it's back to your turn. And Asker and Milksteak, you're essentially spectators at this point, but if you want to do yeah. something, you, you can yeah. attack if no, you want no, to. No, no, I'm enjoying the fight. Just out of curiosity, how much health do I have um, if I'm the new guy? How, did you attack, attack your guy successfully? How many times? Uh, once for 19. Okay, yeah. He's on 8 HP. So you're on 8 HP. Oh, so he was at full HP. That's what I said. That's so unfair, man. Well, you don't know how they got there. You don't know what path they took. You don't know how no, well they, they did against their enemies. Well, clearly showing up, you know, all refreshed and full health to a fight. If, I, if he had been at my health, he would have died on my first attack. So uh, I'm, I'm bummed What out. are the rules, Joe? Eh? What are the rules? <laughs> this guy's 5% this guy's more, more swashbuckling. He, he had an entirely <laughs> different path through the dungeon. He was crushing skulls. Yeah, he should have been more damaged than I was because he always steps into the room first. Depends on the rolls. Depends on the rolls. Maybe he just rolled 20 after 20 after 20. I, I, if he did, so would I, because he was me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this, I should tell you, this is Asker C-134. You were Asker <laughs> C-135. 
Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, okay, see. so <laughs> if you want to if you want to intervene in this fight, you can, but otherwise you can do some sort of passive oh, action. Oh no, I want to see this play out. Okay. All right. So therefore, <laughs> it is the other. It's it's real Smorgasbord's turn now, right? It's real, real Smorgasbord. Okay, go for it. <laughs> I'm abandoning my wasp technique. Wasp's gone. Okay. Like, you know, it's it's done. And now, I'm wondering what the hell to do because I've okay. got such high armor class. Um, <laughs> Which is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's clink, 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 clink. And a limited knowledge of the game, and I don't know what to do. But uh, if I anything. The other Smorgasbordin has just as limited a knowledge of the game. <laughs> what about what about some spells or something though? Like, do you have any cantrips, any spells? Because that that obviously ignores the armor class, right? My spells were yeah. the flame blade and stuff that I was doing. Well, okay, no, I'm some gonna... some spells make the other person make a saving throw. Those ignore armor class, but some spells are a ranged spell attack that do involve armor class. Okay, I'm just. I'm gonna list a few spells, and you guys, with your your greater knowledge, tell me if I'm if I'm if this is if this sounds good. Uh, Thunderclap. What do you reckon? Uh, I think that's a pretty oh, good yeah. area of effect spell. I think it does damage in like a range. It's range five feet, two d six damage. Hit slash DC, whatever that is, is fourteen. Um, if you read the description, it? it'll say something like a loud noise incapacitate or does something to the people in a. 10 foot radius or something yeah so you create a burst of thunderous sound that can be heard up to 100 feet away each creature within range other than you must succeed on a constitution saving throw of 1d6 thunder damage the spell's damage increases by 1d6 when you reach fifth level but i'm not there yet i'm That's pretty sure you guys are level five aren't you yeah I'm really level. oh what level are we oh yeah we are. yeah 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 should i do that that I'm would trying. ignore armor class, theoretically. So if you just click it yeah. and put the text in the chat, then we can read the details. So make a constitution saving throw, please. <laughs> nice. The bad version of you fails, taking only three damage as you rolled incredibly badly on the damage roll. But this thing is looking on death's door. And Asker, you conclude, looking at the other Smorgasbordens' incredibly bloodied form, that this version of Smorgasborden mustn't have been on full health, and perhaps his journey through the dungeon was slightly less good. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So next up is, I don't know, Asker. Again, just what do you do? I mean, I'm at four health. So I feel like the battling needs to stop because otherwise I'm going to actually die-die. So I'm going to pick the, uh, the... How did you get on the... four? You were on eight before. Yeah, but I just took damage. No, you didn't. The range is only five feet. Oh, right. The sound can okay. be heard 100 feet away, but that doesn't uh, mean it does uh, damage okay. 100 feet away. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't understand. I just read 100 feet and then I said each creature within range. So I just did the thing. It's like the magic but... version of when someone does this to someone's ears. <laughs> ah, into the okay. So, well, so uh, how many how many spell slots and shit do I have then? Because I guess I'm a new person, right? Uh, you have all the ones that you had before you died, plus two, and you can put them wherever you want them to be. Okay, I'm I'm just gonna stick with the scorching ray. 
Go for it. And I'm going to do a level two scorching ray on the 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 smorgasbord and that's which one though. But the, which the, the, one is my, it? My smorgasbord. Okay. How do make, you know which one is yours? Make, make an insight check. What which mean, one how is do it? You know? oh. the, the one, the one, like the one stand. Cause how do you know stand, they didn't change oh, places in the scuffle? Yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna assume that that one is mine because that's where I saw him last. So I'm just gonna attack this guy. You can, you can assume, but who knows? I mean, I don't. But that's if what you I don't assume. have the foresight to mark your smorgasbord with a sharpie on his forehead, you deserve everything that comes to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure that the one I'm attacking is my old smorgasbord, but I'm a new asker, so I'm gonna fuck that smorgasbord up. Clever, clever. Oh, I, see, yeah. I see what you did there, I see what you did there. No one else sees, because you all look identical, but I see. <laughs> Alright, so... Okay, with a 9, an 8, and a 12, all three rays scorch over this smorgasbord's head, destroying okay. the door behind him, revealing a corridor beyond the door. <laughs> but you fucked up that door well and good. Make no mistake I mean, about that. Fuck, fuck that door, you know what I mean? Yeah. Is that the end of Asker, the swashbuckling's turn? <laughs> yes, it is. Okay. Yeah. Next up is Milksteak. <laughs> You're watching what essentially amounts to a schoolyard brawl at the moment. <laughs> okay, so, so which of the smogus Borden die then? Well, they're but both alive. No one, still, I missed all three oh. scorching. Oh, you missed? Oh, yeah. He destroyed the door utterly I behind them. I fucked up the door. <laughs> Desperate for one of them to die. We don't even care which one now. Uh, <laughs> why didn't you just kill yourself then? <laughs> I'm fl flaming blade to the face. I'm gonna use my last lot of a. Uh, and I'll cast a first level ice knife. <laughs> I love that you both have that spell. <laughs> yeah, it's brilliant. I'll cast a. It's gonna. A it's gonna do one. damage. Well, it doesn't matter because it's gonna damage both regardless. Oh, that's true. Go for it. Roll it up. All right, here we go. Let's let's see what happens. Let, let's let's roll it up. the dice. <laughs> and this has been the weirdest. <laughs> this is the weirdest session of D and D I've ever played so far. I mean, I love it. Okay, with a 12, I'm pretty sure that misses, but the other smorgasbord needs to make a dexterity saving throw, please. The the real one, but I'm not going to reveal which is which. Okay, now make another one. Okay. One smorgasbord is reduced to sharp shards of ice. The other one <laughs> stands bloodied but alive. Smorgasbord, you feel more or less the same. You look at the corpse of the smorgasbord below you and you think, ah, there but for the grace of Odin goes I, and uh, you're glad to be alive. All right, so you're pretty much the same dude then, I see. Oh, man, thank God for that. Oh, <sighs> sorry about that fight, everybody. That was, that, was, that was traumatic for all involved. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's you know, that's... That, that, that's what happens, right? Like if uh, you know, because you, you you kept attacking yourself with with melee dam melee attacks, and you have like super high armor class. <laughs> I don't yet, so I'm just like, what's going on? I love, I love that it. you've discovered 
how strong you must be against enemies in the game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, everyone else. Now, now we know what everyone else feels like. And nice. I, I love how I... I the, the one time I rolled well this time was when I attacked myself. <laughs> And then, and then, and then I did a a, a, a natural one on a death saving throw. It's uh, fantastic. That was incredibly unlucky. It's two death saving throws, and that Asker is ah. dead as a doornail. Dead as a doornail. All right. Dreadful rolling. Well. So how 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 do I how do I feel about like uh, these two? Like, do I do I know that these are? Do my character know that these roll are a, not my real ones? Roll a d twenty. All of it. Uh, well, no, just ask her. But if the rest of you want to try to determine whether the other people standing next to you are your real versions or the clone versions, roll the d20. I do. Uh, uh, milk steak. Oh, Ooh, no, that no, no, feels no, like too many. <laughs> <laughs> and the first one is at one. So. Okay. okay. Uh, none of you are really sure whether the rest of the companions standing beside you are the ones you began with. All you know for certain is that two flea corpses sitting limply on the ground in front of you are sadly no longer conscious and no one seems to have the medical knowledge to deal with it so they seem to be very much lifeless at this point I think I know what to do not according to your previous oh. medicine check you don't <laughs> <laughs> no so sick bird I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna find that yellow vial and I'll the vomit vial? The vomit vial that they don't know about, or they do know about the vomit vial. And mm -hmm. um, I'll say, shall we regenerate our HP? <laughs> You're trying to determine whether your companions know that it's a vomit vial or not? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, as Asker, you have no idea. You think, oh, yeah, that, that seems like a decent potion. And Schmogus Borden, you realize that, yeah, why would you use a vomit vial? I'm also, I think I understand maybe, actually, I'm not telling you what's happening. <laughs> I, maybe not along, like, yeah, yeah, all right, yeah, we don't do it. I mean, and that, I, I, I'll say, yes, that's that's a great idea, and then I drink one of my health potions. Nice, go for it. Uh, do you need yeah. to know the stats associated with it? Is it the, is this the, you... Is it a regular health potion? Oh, no, I just realized I have this pendant that makes me... I'm immune to disease. Oh, that's pretty sweet. I, I fucking didn't. I, I don't even remember having that. So a regular that's healing a potion is two d four plus two. Yeah, I'm just trying to find. Because I've never used one, so I must have one somewhere. Where is it? Why you didn't drink this yellow one? All right. Well, I guess I can't find it, so I must have used it or never added it. I can't. I can't conjure it. So that's fine. You do, this version of uh, Asker actually does have a health potion, so you can roll two d four plus two. But he only has one. Well, yeah, I'm. I'm at so uh, such low health. Uh, I'm happy to. Okay, you restore six hit points. Sweet. I'm at thirteen health. Nice. What does everyone cool, guys. do now? Um, yes, we go through the door. Are you not gonna do your potion? I ask uh, Milksteak. No, this potion was for you. I'm I'm quite well off. Are you though? You look you look you look a bit fucked up. 
Yeah. Oh, by yeah. the way, Asker, this version of Asker says uh, huzzah instead of yield. Okay, gotcha. That's no, no, no longer my catchphrase. <laughs> I mean, huzzah. You can I'm still say you can still say stuff. yield, but in the situation that you would usually say it, just say huzzah, and we'll see how it goes. If it gets a laugh, then we'll keep doing it. Otherwise, you'll you'll suddenly realize that you remember yield being a good word. Oh, well, actually, catch uh, phrase. Uh, I, I, uh, Are you leveling up your catchphrase? No, I, I'm just adding one in my uh, notes. Nice. In other. Under notes, I have a catchphrase. Huzzah! Yeah, I just want to play around with this whole, like, very slightly 5% different role-playing thing and see if we can get some comedy out of it. Um, Push this all. Cool. So what do you guys do? You're in a room with a flaming broken door and two goblin corpses, in addition to some corpses that look exactly like you. Uh, I feel well, like we should have a rest. So, yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I would love a rest because I'm kind of fucked up as well. The, the only thing I feel like I wonder now, though, so uh, what do I know? Because clearly I don't like all of this shit that we've just been through. I haven't done any of that. Well, you don't know. I've been, oh, but surely I do know because I came from the other door, so I can't have come through that door. So I should know what's on the other side, right? That's a very good point. All you know yeah. is that you appeared in the corridor on the other side of this door, walked down it, and then opened the door. So I can show you what the corridor looks like. And you notice there were two offshoots to the corridor that you could have taken, but you chose to take the door that was in front of you. And you got into this corridor by opening the door at the end of the captain's, like, rowboat ride. And by opening that door, you ended up in this corridor and then opened a door and ended up in this clone room. So essentially, it, it's somewhat like it, it's pretty much like a mirror to what we did, but in a slightly different way. Things happen differently, I'm sure, but it's pretty much the same thing. Yeah, you took the so same the path I mean, to to get just, there. So basically, uh, for the purpose of the game, I can just keep assuming that I've been through roughly this stuff map-wise. Yeah, you, so. you can assume you went through basically the same thing, but every now and then. Uh, I, I want you to remember succeeding where you failed and failing where you succeeded. Uh, like, oh, you remember that mouth riddle? Guess that on the first try, guys. How sweet was that? I nailed it. <laughs> Wubba lubba dub dub, just right off the dome, straight away. I, I didn't even have to think about it. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, um, I feel like we can probably uh, keep, keep going for a bit because... Uh, uh, Milksteg said he was uh, fine. He didn't need a potion, and I just drank one, so I don't want to stand around healing with uh, dice. So let's move. Well, yeah. I'm, in, I'm on one HP. I'm nearly dead. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, he, he's got a he he's got a health potion. Drink his health potion. And I point like that because Arunas is on my left in the in the, <laughs> in the little box. <laughs> might, might might not make sense to you guys, but I get it. Milksteg's um, got a health potion for you. I'm happy to carry on. I think we can rest at some point. Uh, my armor class is, as we've established, pretty high. <laughs> this is true. All right. Cool. Uh, let's keep let's keep going. And I, I suppose I will start uh, walking down here then to keep going, don't I? Uh, yeah, you can. And you discover that on the other side of that door is a small beach and a river that you remember 
getting out of and walking through the door and you're confused as to why it's on this side as opposed to the other side. Yeah, I, I look around and see what, what, what are the other guys doing then. They're walking in the um, opposite I'm direction. I'm going into. All right, so I'm, I'm going to be like, yep, yeah, cool. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's still here, guys. The, 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 the boat <laughs> and the river thing is still here. Just want to make sure and then I'm going to... Make a performance um, or deception check. And then, Schmogersboden, what do you say? I'm going to ask him why he's acting funny. So okay. He's acting strange. Let's see what that check reveals, and that'll determine how good he is at responding. Okay, with a 15, you get the sense that he's genuinely making sure that the river that you guys just came through is still where it is, you know, because of all the tomfoolery that's been going on in the dungeon. <laughs> uh, what do you respond to Schmogersboden, Asker? Uh, sorry, what, what what did he say? Why are you acting so funny and curious and strange? I was just uh, quite weird fighting fighting yourself, wasn't it? It it, it felt like uh, part of me died when I killed myself. I mean, I I, I guess you don't you didn't feel that because uh, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm swashbuckling asker, yo. I I, sp I speak the truth. <laughs> truth bombs, left, right, and center. Um, do you guys go forward, right, or left in this three-pronged corridor? Um, I'm gonna try to open the door on the right. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll follow. Uh, allow me to consult my notes. A massive, disembodied humanoid head hovers above the floor of this room. The bottom of its neck is capped with some kind of metal device. It appears to be muttering to itself, but what it's saying sounds like gibberish. I'll just slowly close the door. <laughs> the muttering sounds like this. Alright, as he's trying to close the door, I'm going to kick the door in. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna... I'm going to step inside and say, speak up. Okay. As you get close to the disembodied head, you notice that the device at the base of the head's neck is a series of pipes and tubes connecting it to a glowing furnace behind it. A clumsy series of gears and wheels grinds loudly from inside the device, which coughs up weak plumes of smoke every now and then. As the furnace glows brighter, the head begin, begins to speak more clearly. Which is to say, its gibberish only gets louder. Mumford, Potato, Spelling, Casper, Igneous. It sounds as though it's listing words, and now it starts to yell. A piercing hiss comes from beneath the pipes and tubes under the head. And a bunch of thin strips of parchment suddenly shoot forth. From the dark corners of the room, four giant spiders suddenly rush up in a kind of worshipful reverence. One skitters up to you and shoves the parchment strips in your collective faces. Read. It chitters. To self, not out loud. I read out loud. Okay. Because um, uh, I, I don't, I'm no one's bitch. <laughs> I'm probably taking this washbuckling a bit far, but you know, I'm going to go with it. I said not 50, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, I like it. As these enormous spiders are sort of hovering beside you like with their hands clasped together waiting to waiting to see what you make of the parchment that is where we will end the session well done guys oh uh, my god that was that tense was fun, yeah. that was yeah.
Yeah, we 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 didn't uh, we didn't uh, get very far like uh, map wise, <laughs> but uh, compared to all the other ones. <laughs> uh, but it was tense. Uh, however, m more has happened. Yeah, it's been it's been a dramatic ride. You faced your own psyches. That's something that doesn't happen every day. I mean, I feel like I'm a totally I'm a totally different. Uh, hey, what's my race again? Rock gnome. <laughs> You're a totally different rock gnome than you were before. I'm, I'm, I'm not the same rock gnome as I used to be. You know what I mean? Very true. Things are going to change around here, boys. I'm five percent more swashbuckling than I was before. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you have any suggestions or any ideas that we should incorporate, things you want to hear more of, things you would like to hear less of, just let us know at the wrong hands podcast at gmail.com. So T H E W R O N G H A N D S P O D C A S T at gmail.com.